0: Welcome to the Connection Club podcast. I am Katie Wren. I am a wife, a mom to a beautiful baby girl, bonus mom to a beautiful teenage daughter and successful business owner. I am so excited to connect with you. Sometimes we need to disconnect from the world to reconnect with ourselves. So I am super grateful to be on this journey with you so we can connect together as a community. everybody and welcome back to the Connection Club podcast. I'm oh, elated that I am here with you today and also I do apologize for not showing up lately. Oh my gosh, it's been a little bit crazy, I have to say. And I'm going to push through this episode as I am dying to connect with all of you beautiful souls again, but I do apologize if I have to sniffle or cough or do something or you th- Listening to this, and you're like, Katie, I'm like, a man, your voice is so hoarse right now. It is. And I'm just getting over a cold, which is still kind of floating around right now. But I'm like, I have to get this episode out. I have to finish the future episodes. Despite what's going on, despite how I'm feeling, I just have to do this. <laughs> so I do apologize in advance. But nevertheless, I'm super excited to talk about today. Vision. I mean, connecting to our vision is something that has been really helpful in creating my success. And not only that, but really connecting with myself. And I found in the past that when I don't really have a vision, I don't know what I'm working for. I don't know what I'm getting up for. I don't know what I should be excited about life. And I'm going to go back a little bit when I first started my journey into building my business. I had no idea what a vision board was. And when my mentor told me about creating a vision board, I thought he was on drugs. I'm like, I'm not gonna do something like that. That sounds really like tree hugging and weird. Like obviously way back then I wasn't even introduced to the personal development world or even know that existed. You know, I didn't know that such a thing existed and, you know, the world was what it was. And uh, I remember thinking, that's not going to do anything. It's not going to change anything. It's not going to give me anything that I haven't already got. And I was very resistant to it. I was very, very reluctant to it. And even now, when I'm sharing this insight with other people. And I'm saying, look, you know, you've got to create a vision board because if you don't know what you're working for, there's just some psychology behind it that I can't even explain that once you get it down on paper, what your goals are, you'll start ticking them off left, right, and center. So anybody who joins my business and joins the team, the first thing I get them to do is create a vision board and send it to me because then I know what their wants, their needs, and their dreams are so I can help them achieve it. Also, they now have a burning desire to actually get up and do something and they actually have a purpose for doing what it is that they're doing. And uh, I remember kind of just brushing off the whole idea of it. I didn't think it would make any difference, honestly. And I went about life. And then at the time, this is way back when blogs were kind of a thing, I had a blog called the five a day effect and uh, just on Tumblr, it was nothing like, I didn't have any followers. I would just kind of put in my own words and my own thoughts and feelings up there. And I wish I would have done a podcast back then, but so it's kind of putting my own thoughts and feelings on paper basically, and just typing it out. And it just came about that I decided to create a blog about a wish list. And of all the beautiful things that I wanted in life, and something was obviously planted subconsciously, as I started to create this wish list of things, and the first thing that was on there was to have my own apartment. I was living at home at the time. I think I was twenty three years old, still living at home. We were still kind of getting over the recession. This was in like two thousand maybe eleven so a couple of years after the recession, things had started to pick up and be normal again. And you know they weren't giving out mortgages like they were. So I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to do this, but I'm going to have to figure it out somehow. But uh, I think the recession hit when I was 20, 21, maybe. And it was pretty hard on the community, on friends and family and things like that. So getting a mortgage at that time was just not going to happen. And I wasn't really in a stable job to get one either. So the first thing I really wanted was my own apartment. I thought, if I can just get a one-bedroom apartment, something cute and cozy that I can just live on my own type of thing, then I'd be so happy. So I put that on the first thing. And then the second thing is that I really wanted my own car. I was car sharing with my boyfriend at the time because we were trying to save money for a house. And uh, the car that I had at the time when the recession hit was a uh, BMW series one and the prices of gas or petrol or whatever you guys want to call it. I know you all span across the world. I just couldn't afford to fill it. And it would drink feel like crazy so I had to get rid of it and uh, fortunately my dad needed another car so I sold it to him and he took over it so it was happy days and I started to uh, share a car with my boyfriend and that was really hard work you know doing our own thing as well as trying to get to work and all of that stuff it was just a little bit annoying I was like right I want my own car but not just a car I obviously my dream car was a Range Rover and um, I actually have it on my vision board right now next to me and that vision came to life because I have, he's sat in the garage and I love her so much. She's my baby. It's Luke bought it for me last Christmas. So I literally, I'm very blessed and thankful to drive every single day. But that was a little bit too far ahead of the future. I couldn't, there's no way I could afford that. So I thought, what's the next best thing? I loved minis at the time. Minis were my favorite car. I must've had three of them. At one point, not altogether, but I had three of them. I had a mini one, I had a mini convertible, and then I thought, you know, going for the Range Rover, I'm going to go for the Mini Countryman, which is like a little four by four. And uh, I had it in white, and in a certain spec on it, like I, had every detail kind of visualized. And the third thing on there was to have a dash hound so it was like a little sausage dog. I really wanted a sausage dog or a dashhound, and the other thing on there was like a Mulberry handbag. To this day, I still love my handbags. I'm not obsessed with them like I was back then, but a Mulberry handbag was just the thing that I wanted. And uh, a pair of Ray-Ban sunglasses. I still actually have the same pair to this day. I bought another pair, but my first pair is somewhere in the house. I just don't know where it is. So I have technically lost them. I just don't know where they are. Um, so I did buy myself another pair because I love them so much. And I had the same pair for a really long time. but as for Ray-Bans, I couldn't afford them. Like I know they're just not a hugely expensive pair of sunglasses. I've definitely got more expensive ones and as time has gone on and I've earned more money. But at the time I couldn't afford Ray-Ban sunglasses and it was just all I wanted, the Aviator ones, because it was so cool. And I put that on my vision board. I think they were like nearly 130 pounds to buy at that time. And um yeah, just something I couldn't Spend that money at that time. It's just, it wasn't going to ever happen. So I put that on my vision board, and I think I had a pair of these certain shoes that now when I look back, I'm like, hell no. (laughs) So there wasn't like a ton of things on there, but really simple things that I actually needed in life and a couple of little luxuries as well. And, you know, being 23, that's kind of all I wanted and all I needed. And, um, you know, on there, I kind of like had the idea of maybe going on a really cool vacation, but I didn't kind of put that on there. And it's funny, I remember putting that blog out in maybe it was like April 2012. And not long after that, something switched within me when I turned up to a meeting with the company I'm with, and something just switched. And then I I really went to work. And I found after not long of writing that blog and writing that wish list, as I called it, by the end of the year I had achieved a lot of those things. I managed to save up for a deposit for my own apartment and I bought my own apartment. Then as soon as that was done, signed, documented everything, I literally sprinted to mini and ordered myself the mini countryman. I remember that arrived on Christmas Eve and it was literally the best present I ever gave myself. I was so proud of it. And I had a private reg plate on it as well, which when we talk about vision, when you put these little things everywhere and you manifest when you start to manifest that stuff it is crazy how the universe works so i actually had a private reg plate and in the uk they're very expensive over in the us not so much but my reg plate was k100 tsr the case obviously stood for me the 100 was club 100 which was a position i wanted to reach in my company and tsr was the skinny rules the brand that i created with the company So every day I would walk to my car or I would be out and about. And every time I would go to get in the car, I would see K100 TS. I remind myself when I'm working towards what my goal was because achieving club 100 means I was earning an average of 10,000 pounds a month. So that's what I really wanted to achieve. And, uh, yeah, not long after that reg plate, maybe four or five months after that goal came true, it happened and I was completely like elated with that. But it just goes to show when you put those things out there, they all start ticking off. And there's some things that I've had as really long-term goals that happened later on in life, but we'll talk about that in a little moment. But by literally within six months, I had ticked off the apartment, the car, we got a dog, didn't last very long. She drove me freaking crazy. I will never have a dash hound ever again. I'm sure for those who have them. They're great, but for me, no, they're just not the type of breed that I gel with. And uh, I rehomed her. Oh, God, she was a nightmare. But got the Mulberry handbag and the glasses, you know, those little luxuries. And I was so proud of myself. But it was all through the power of having a vision board and really getting some strong emotional attachment to it as well. Like the vision board I have now, I am actually going to redo for 2020. And uh, there's some of those things I've already ticked off, but I really want to change it around so they are more emotionally captivating, if that makes sense. So, the two things that I've ticked off on there, and a couple of things are there on kind of long term goals. When I've got the Range Rover, that's ticked off, and I've got a picture of uh, a girl snowboarding that kind of looks like me. And we've booked a trip to Breckenridge in January. Uh, like we talked about doing the loves in life. We've booked a trip to Breckeridge so we can go snowboarding. And I really want to get really good at snowboarding on that trip. That is my intention. And um, that's up there as a reminder that that's my goal to get really, really good at it. And then there's um, a picture of Luke on stage, just supporting his mission and uh, running his own events and things like that. And just being a supportive role with that. And there's a cinema room that I I thought would be really cool to add to the vision board and that i think that's going to be something that's in the future then there's like a trip to like a third world country to go and volunteer and help take my family on a safari i'll take a, a large number of our family on a safari i think that would be really cool and then get lake into horse riding there's a lot of things on there but i want to just refine it a little bit and um, put some different goals up there that mean different to me now like i'm in a different place and i want different things and especially this year. I started that last year. And certainly this year, things have changed, things have shifted, and I want different things. So I'm definitely going to spend time journaling on what that looks like. So the reason why I share all that with you is just to kind of paint a picture of what is possible when you do do a vision board or when you do have a vision. And if you don't know what you want in life, you are never going to move forward from where you currently are. I see people who I either present this opportunity with or I start mentoring as a one-to-one. And I go, what, what is it that you want from life? What do you want to achieve? What do you want to have? What do you want to see? What do you want to do? Where do you want to go? And they have nothing, like nothing. They have put a ceiling on their vision so low that there's just no room to imagine. And sometimes you've got to get really, really deep. You've got to be a little kid again and really be creative. And some of the things that you can do in life, like, you know, where do you want to go? Where do you want to take your family? What do you want to have? What do you want to create? What do you want to do? How do you want to impact? You know, there's all of these questions that you need to ask yourself when you are creating a vision or a vision board or writing a vision. Start asking yourself really good questions. And some of the questions I would ask you is, where do I want to be by this time next year? What do I want to create? Who do I want to help? Where do I want to go? What do I want to have? What experience do I want to have? What do I want to gain? What do I want to give? And I pause for a second because I want you to go back and write all those questions down and actually answer them, actually do the work guys. This is the whole point of this podcast is to just go and do the work. And once you answer those questions, and there's a few different exercises I could give you guys as well. And it If you're kind of stuck and not really knowing what you want, I would kind of break it down into four categories. And again, this is not something I've made up. I actually did this exercise numerous times at a Tony Robbins event. So there's four categories that you could actually break things down into. And I would say if you think about all the things that you could want. So like as I gave the example of my first vision board, there was a Mulberry bag and sunglasses on there. It could be like you want to buy yourself a really fancy coat or pair of shoes or a handbag or it could be a really cool gadget or it could be like a latest iphone or a fancy mountain bike i don't know like whatever things that you're into write those down and it could be things for your kids or for your family or for your partner or for yourself it doesn't matter then think about all the experiences that you want to have in life whether it be you know actually like i said Getting really good at snowboarding, it could be horseback riding through Colorado, or it could be that I've got on their glass seats to an NHL game, which I've ticked off. So that could be an experience too. Other experiences could be that you go deep sea diving in Bali, or it could be that you jump out of a plane, or I don't know, you've got to get creative in your own way. I don't want to influence you on what your things or experiences should be but it's experience you can do either yourself or as a family or with your partner. Then what do you want to contribute? Like, how do you want to make an impact? Like, what things do you want to give to people? How do you want to make a difference? Is it a certain charity that you want to get involved in? Is it that you want to give away a certain amount of money? Is it that you want to start something where you can add value and contribute to other people? Like, maybe starting a podcast or even a YouTube channel or something like that, where you can contribute and give to people, and also, what kind of legacy do you want to leave for your kids? What kind of legacy do you want to leave on your community or your followers or your family or your friends? So really think about the legacy part too. And what do you want to leave behind? What do you want to be remembered for? So when you kind of write down all of those different things in all those different categories, then you can put to it whether you want, you can achieve some of those in the next year, whether you can achieve those in the next three years, five years or 10 years. I remember doing another vision board in January of 2013. So kind of like a year later after I did the first vision board and I put on there that I wanted to live in America. And I remember my buddy at the time, Sonny, looked over at me and goes, oh, okay, that was a pretty big goal. How are you going to make that happen? I was like, I have no idea, but I know one day I'm going to make it happen. And it was to live in America. Like I had a huge goal and a huge dream and I was presented with the opportunity numerous times. But just something didn't feel right about it. My gut was telling me this isn't the way that you should be doing it or you need to do it. So there's going to be another opportunity that's going to arise in the future that's going to help you achieve that goal. And long behold, I'm Mr. Luke Wren and uh, meeting this beautiful human as much as he drives me fucking crazy. <laughs> I God love him and I'm sure I drive him fucking crazy. And God knows that he loves me too. But I guess he was the opportunity that came along from God, from the universe, whatever you believe in. And um, he was the person who presented me with the opportunity. And obviously I moved over to America to be with him. And uh, yeah, that was that dream and vision ticked off. I I never really had the intention of like, okay, I'm going to find an American person. I'm going to marry him and then move to America. Like that was never my intention. But I visualized, you know, even again, if you're single, and um, I just had this vision of what I wanted in a husband, what I wanted in a family, what I wanted the family dynamics to look like, where our family would live and what would the environment be like. And it's literally what I'm living right now because I wrote it down. I got really clear. on wanted exactly what I wanted in a man and what I wanted as a family and where we wanted to spend our time as a family. It's like, I'm living it. I'm living it right now. And when I wrote the goals down about living in America, I really got specific on what that looked like too. So like sunshine and palm trees. And I had a huge goal. I think I've gone over this before in the past, but living in Malibu and, you know, like having people over for a barbecue and like the kids just running around having fun and things like that. And even though I would not give my left arm to live in uh, LA, you know, second best place in America for me is Florida, sunshine, palm trees, ocean, done. And living on the water, you know, that's what we're doing right now. And uh I visualized all of it, and again, it's all come true, and Having that vision and knowing exactly what you want, it all comes true. I mean, I thought of that back in two thousand and thirteen, and here I am in two thousand and nineteen. you know it didn't happen overnight, it didn't happen within a year. it happened you know numerous years later, and even though my life went on a different path for a little while, it then brought me back to my destiny and what I've truly visualized, and you know what I wanted for my life, and here we are. So even though you might have this specific vision, your life might go in a different direction for a while to actually bring you to where you're supposed to be and what your vision and what you had. It's crazy how the universe and how you manifest and what your thoughts become and what your visions become too. It's very, very powerful, especially when you get really clear and really emotional behind it. So let's talk about that a little bit and really connecting to that because that's the whole point of this episode is to really help you connect to your vision and what you want moving forward. And it's a perfect time of year to really self-reflect on what the year has been like, what have you achieved And even if you haven't achieved a lot is to give yourself grace and forgiveness and going, do you know what? I'm not going to have another year like this. This is what the next year is going to look like. And this is the things I want to achieve within that year. And then obviously, whatever vehicle you're using to achieve that right now is to really start using that vehicle to make it happen. Whether you're in a, have a traditional business or you're in network marketing or you're a stay-at-home mom. It could be that you have a, a vision for your family and what you want to achieve as a family within that year. And you know where do you want your children to be de- in a development state or where do you want to be in, a, in your own development as a mom or is it something that you want to start up or even as a father, you know what is it that you want to do that's different or you want to start something new? So it's really getting, number one, really excited. And you can't get excited about your vision being in a shady state. We all know about this. We all know about how living in a beautiful state or being in control of our emotions, you can't make really good decisions from living in a shitty place. And the reason why that vision board doesn't really particularly excite me when I look at it, apart from the snowboarding, and you know, there's some of the things I've ticked off there, I'm like, yeah, cool. But I've not been like, oh my god, I can't believe I achieved this. This was like life changing. Da, da, da is because i made that vision board from a shitty place i was still struggling with postpartum and i was still trying to rally myself up and get myself back into the swing of things with my business and it was just very very forced when you create your vision board i really recommend that you either spend time meditating whether you go to your favorite place whether you do something that you truly love that you get in that spirit you get in that emotion you get in that excitement whether it is you know for me if i was truly going to go and get excited I would go and spend time on the beach. I would meditate or I would go horse riding, really get excited and then come home and really create that vision board or that vision that I want for the next year. But you can't do it from when you're sat at home in a dark room, just sat there writing. It doesn't work, guys. You've got to get into this place where even if you have to sit there in silence and really think and visualize all the things that you could want in your life or all the things that you can do and achieve and have and really, really think about it, then I would you know, write it down or put it into some form of a fancy vision board. I mean, I've just got it on a cork board and printed off black and white pictures of all the things that I've wanted and then stuck them on there. And for me, I really like that. Sometimes people create pictures and put it on the background of their phone so they see it all the time. It could be that you have sticky notes around the house so then wherever you go, you see it. There's so many different creative ways that you can do to create your vision and, and have a reminder of it every single day. There's things on my vision boards in the past that I haven't quite achieved and is looking at going, okay, well, that obviously wasn't that emotionally connecting to me that I wanted to pursue it and achieve it. And it's not to beat yourself up because you didn't achieve those things, but to give yourself grace and forgiveness and go, okay, well, obviously that wasn't meant to be, and that's okay. And I need to really learn what's really important to me that's going to help me move forward with my life. So I wanted this to be quite a short episode. So I really want to help you guys get to work. And I know a lot of you guys have joined the Connection Club Facebook group. We're going to be doing some exercises in there through the course of December to help you create your vision, to help you figure out what it is that you want from life and also really get clear so you can get it down ready for 2020. Because what do you want for 2020? Who do you want to be? What do you want to do? How do you want to grow? What do you want to contribute? What do you want to experience? What things do you want? What legacy do you want to leave behind? Because now's the time to start, guys. Don't wait for the 1st of January. Now's the time to start that immediately. Do not wait any longer to create your vision for your life. This is your life we're talking about. You should be like jumping for joy that you have even experienced this type of information right now because I wish I was exposed to it a long, 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 long time ago before I even came across the company that I'm with that's exposed me these kind of tools and resources, I would be super excited that you've even listened to this episode right now that has kind of shifted you and pushed you and and helped you connect to yourself and really thinking about what you want for your future, whether that's short-term or long-term. So I really invite you just to spend some time, whether it's a Sunday night or after something that you've done that's been really cool and exciting and it's just got you feeling so inspired and really connected to yourself and if it's you that you have to go and physically do that to get in that state to get into that mental awareness and to get into that conscious awareness of what you want then go and do it if it's the you need quiet time to sit and think and ponder and visualize and kind of dream about it's okay to dream when people say, oh, dreams don't come true. Yes, they do. I'm living proof of it because when you write it down, it will come true. I promise you. So go away and do that stuff, guys. I really, really appreciate you taking that time to connect with me today and exploring your vision, exploring your future and all of the beautiful things that can come from this day forward when you write it down, when you put it on paper or, or in your phone or on your laptop or whatever device that you choose and really have fun with it. Because this is not just another day. This is going to be the rest of your life and what you really get to experience as a human. How beautiful is that? Have a beautiful, blessed, connected day, guys.